This is Bill and Dave's Excellent Podcast, episode number 40. Welcome to the show. My name is Dave. Bill has got the day off. He said he's marching in protest of the AFC Championship game. He sent me a text saying, hashtag not my Super Bowl. I think he either had a lot of money riding on Pittsburgh, or maybe he's just a big Pittsburgh Steeler fan and never told me. So, at any rate, episode number 40. It's a huge show lined up for you. You can catch us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Bill and Dave Show, Twitter and Instagram at Bill and Dave Show. Thank you so much for listening. So, this weekend I binge watched a show called Sneaky Pete on Amazon. It's starring Giovanni Ribisi and Brian Cranston, and it's really an amazing show. If you like Breaking Bad, you're going to love it. And we've got Michael Dreyer calling in, who actually plays Eddie, uh, Sneaky Pete's real brother. Uh, in the show, I don't want to give anything away because it's uh, just came out about ten days ago, and it really is amazing. Uh, so, without further ado, let's go to the phones. All right, we got Michael Dreyer on the phone. Michael is one of those guys that you might be sitting at home wondering who is this guy, but I guarantee you, if you don't know him by <laughs> now, I'm sure you're going to hear about him real soon. So, Michael, thank you so much for joining the show, man. Thanks for having me. So first of all, uh, congratulations. I mean, you've, you've been all over the place. I mean, you know, from Mr. Robot. Um, but it seems like things, I don't know if you're feeling it out, out where you're at, but uh, Sneaky Pete's really starting to take off. Yeah, you know, I've been I've been more and more, it's hard, it's hard to tell, you know, uh, but more and more people have been, like, reaching out out of the blue and uh, sending me texts and so we're saying, you know, I've, I've heard about the show, so I feel like it's picking up. It's hard to gauge, but I, I feel that's happening as well. So Yeah, yeah, right so, Yeah, and, and Michael plays uh, Eddie, who's uh, who, who's Giovanni Ribisi's brother, and I, I don't want to give away too much yeah. of the show because it came, it just came out, and I binge-watched all 10 episodes yeah. yesterday, not because of this okay. interview, but because I just got sucked in. So, uh, great right. job. Right, okay, good. <laughs> so, yeah. how, how did that role come apart? I mean, I, I want to talk about some of the other things you're, you're working on right now, but that role specifically is kind of interesting. How, how did that one come up, come about? Well, uh, it was just, you know, just one of those pilot season gigs. It was a couple of years ago already at this point. Um, and, yeah, it was just an audition for it. And it was originally a CBS pilot. Um, I got the part. We filmed the pilot. Um, CBS had passed, they didn't pick it up. I don't know why they wouldn't pick that up, but they didn't pick it up. Um, and then, uh, there was a little time in between and, uh, Amazon showed interest. Um, so we refilmed some of the pilot to, to, to take the procedural aspect out of it, you know, cause sure. network television is much different than these new, uh, these new, uh, stations. So, um, we, uh, we refilmed it. They picked it up for a full season and then we had a little, 
um, behind the scenes this year is David Shore stepped down, Graham Yost um, from Justified picked up his new writing team. So there was a little more time in between. So honestly, from the time I did the uh, audition to the time we actually started filming the first episode, it was about almost like a year and a half to two year difference. Oh, wow. Wow. So, uh, yeah. 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 So that's really how it came about. You know? Now, um, you know, we, we're, we're pretty close to the same age. You're, you're probably about five years younger than me, but uh, we all grew up with Brian Cranston being the dad from Malcolm in the middle. And, and yeah, and I don't want to blow up the spot or anything like that, but a lot of your scenes are with Brian Cranston and coming out of like breaking bad. I mean, obviously he's an amazing actor and makes some really strong character choices. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Were, were you intimidated at all? Uh, being that not only, uh, were your scenes with him and, but he's also, wasn't he one of the creators of the show as well? Yeah. So, um, he, well, first I was, um, I wasn't, I was more excited, you know, right. um, I wasn't, you know, he's, he's one of the best actors out there, obviously. Um, and I was just excited. I was just a hundred percent purely just excited to get to work with him. Um, you know, when you're working with great actors, it just makes you a better actor. You know, you know, the whole, um, metaphor of, uh, throwing the ball back and forth. Right. You know, you want someone to be able to, you throw it to them, they throw it back to you. So with Brian, man, you got one of the, you know, the best pitchers out there throwing that ball back at you. So you know you could only do well. So it's just fun to, it's just fun to work with great actors for those reasons because they make you better and like you could just explore things together. So I was, just, of course, a fan from Breaking Bad and Who Is It? And uh, I was just stoked, you know, I mean. Um, so that, he, and yes, he was one of the, he is Sneaky Pete. Right. Believe it or not. He, he uh, and he tells us this literally the like the last day of work. He told me Giovanni um, that we didn't even know that you know we knew he created the show. Um, you know he he's executive producer. He created it. He was you know the force behind it all. Um, and uh, but I didn't know that when he was younger, he his nickname was Sneaky Pete. Oh, get out of here! So he actually yeah, that's his family would call him Sneaky Pete. And apparently, um, the character, me and Giovanni's characters' names were named after his uh, his father and his brother. Oh, um, wow. His father and his uncle, I mean. Um, I think I'm Eddie. I think that's his uncle in real life's name. And his dad's name isn't Marius. Whatever, I, I don't I don't know his father's name, but what, that was the original character's name, and then David Shore changed it to Marius. But, so a lot of the characters in the story actually are names of people from his family and and things like that. I don't know which specific characters, but he was telling us that. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's how he, yeah, yeah. But no, it was just it was just great, man. I mean, you know, just, all, just to work with him, and it's just exciting. So yeah. And then uh, you also got a lot of scenes in with Victor Williams, who everybody knows from uh, King of Queens, and being a new, being a New York yeah. guy was that pretty cool. He's the best. <laughs> oh my god, he's the man. Oh man, Victor's just one of the. I mean, he's just one of the nicest human beings you could ever meet. Everyone was though. Everyone on the show, there wasn't, there wasn't bad blood with anyone. Everyone was just so sweet. But Victor, because I spent a lot of time with him, right? Um, uh, yeah, we, we we got close, and he's just, he's just so nice. He's just one of those guys. He's so big, yet those people are like, if I was your size, I wouldn't be that nice, you right? Know? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. If I was, if I was your size, I, was, I would never be that sweet of a person. I don't think. And then he just is. He's just really cool, uh, great to work with, easygoing, and he's great. You know, they casted it really well. Did yeah. a great job. Yeah, it was. It was uh, like I said. You watch the first episode, and you just kind of get sucked in. And uh, 
I'll tell you what. Good. I mean, they, they premiered they premiered January thirteenth, and I heard they already uh, uh, bought a second season. So hopefully, you're going to get to be a part huh? of that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you get to be a part yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, for all the for all the binge watchers out there, me too. Um, but yeah, I mean, the experience was just was just great. And uh, anytime you get to work with people like that, it's always just. I mean, Giovanni Ribisi, I mean, I mean, I was a fan oh, my yeah. whole life of his, now playing his brother, you know. And so, we, we got to ask, does he really dance like he does in uh, Ted? You know, I, that's his that's his pre-game warm-up, yeah. That's his pre-game warm-up. Before, before, before every scene, we're about to roll the cameras, and he just does that Ted dance. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and Michael's also on uh, uh, Mr. Robot, and uh, that's a yeah. go- Golden Globe uh, award-winning show, too. And uh, Christian Golden Globe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, I think you guys... Uh, uh, Rami was 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 nominated this year, didn't win, but Christian Slater won Best Supporting in uh, uh, last year's Golden Globes. So last year, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Uh, hopefully you follow in his footsteps uh, in, in next year's Golden Globes, man. I think you really nailed it. Well, that, Park. <laughs> thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know, something to something to aspire to. We'll right um, yeah, you know, it's been great being a part of both those shows. They're all, they're, you know, had a good year. I was lucky for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And one Chicago tie we just found out tonight, uh, well, this week actually was uh, you played Houdini on Timeless, and 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 an episode that was that took place, you know, in Chicago, eighteen sixty three, Chicago. How how the was the Chicago <laughs> World Fair? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what kind of do you do a lot of research to play Houdini, even though it's you know one uh, kind of a one off or or uh, well, you know. It's here's the thing with with television, especially when you know you're just doing an episode or something. You don't get much time, you know, to right. do any research. It's not like a movie where like, hey, we're filming this movie in six months from now. Great, I have six months to do research. It's like, hey, you got the part. They film next week. It's like, great, I have three days to do research. Oh, jeez. So um, I tried my best, um, but there's really not a lot out there on Houdini that I was able to find. Is so short, right. you know, it's such a short amount of time without reading biography after biography, which I didn't have time to. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I mean, I honestly just used my imagination and did my version of Houdini. You know, I just yeah. took, I, I just, I just took some imaginative ideas. Like, okay, well, it might have been a little, uh, you know, a little stereotypical. But I was like, okay, he's a, he was a magician. So right. That seems mysterious, so I'll play him mysterious. Yeah. You know, and. I feel like he was, he must be very confident of a human being because you know anyone who really is the best at what they do has the confidence about them. You know, there's that. So I threw little elements and then kind of just put it in a concoction and came out with whatever I did. You know, right um, but other than that, it wasn't much I could really find, unfortunately. No, was... I kind of did like Lur- like Lurch's younger cousin from the Adams family. Oh, there you like go. <laughs> came out of the oven at the end of it all. No, it's perfect. So, it's perfect. You've been in a lot too for a young for a young guy, man. How did you how did you break into acting? Um, I I went to LaGuardia High School. It's that movie Fame. I don't know if you guys know of it. But no. they're like Fame, I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> oh that's, yeah. That's that one. <laughs> yes, yes. Now everybody knows now everybody knows I'm a double threat with my vocal talent. <laughs> um so yeah, so I went to you know I went to that high school in performing arts. I was in the drama department. It really was just for fun. Um, you know, I was never never wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be you know center field for the Yankees. You know, I just 
But uh, I could do it. I knew how to do it, I guess. It just made sense to me. So when I graduated, uh, my, an agency came, picked me up out of high school, and I said, well, screw it. I'll just give it a shot. And I've just been doing it since. That's awesome. And yeah, it's been, you've been in pretty much yeah. everything. I mean, from Louie to The Sopranos to... Uh, which which, yeah. which Louie is an interesting one because you were a pretty main character in the bully episode, and um, you know Louie is yeah. obviously the, probably the best stand up around right now, and and maybe one Gotta of the best be. creative minds around. Um, yeah, what, I'd um, make that argument. Sure. <laughs> what would uh what what was that experience like? How how is it different from maybe like a like a sneaky Pete do do or 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 maybe a. Uh, like a show like Timeless where you're in an episode of that? Um, I mean, difference, the difference I can only say was when I did Louie, um, it was when I think FX just came out. It was a brand new uh, television station. And he wanted complete, utter creative control. Um, and to do that, he took the least amount of money. Wow. All right, because the, the more money they give you, the more other people are going to influence your, you know, your, what, what you want to do. And right. so he wanted to keep all his creative ideas being complete, um, uh, economy over that. So he just took like the least amount of money from FX, like the smallest budget. So we shot it very much. Like it felt like in, like an indie, you know, like right. om- om- almost, almost like a, uh, like a, a school project, you know, there was a very small crew, um, you know, there was like, we changed inside, uh, this rec center, you know, right. behind, like a curtain. It was a very low budget, uh, Louis hands on everything while we were, um, having lunch. He was just sitting in his car on his, on his MacBook, just editing away on the final cut, you know, while like he was hands on with everything. Um, wow. so that was really a different experience with that. It just felt very raw. I remember that feeling of like, oh, this is. There's nothing flashy about this, you know. Crafty was like a table with a donut on it, you know. It wasn't, right. <laughs> wasn't a lot of money. That was these other productions. They have a lot of money. You know, now I'm sure Louis's budget is much higher. I mean, it's been years. He's, you know, award now. You know, he's earned it. But um, yeah. that first year, you know, they they gave him money. So I guess that's the difference, you know. Um, other than that, acting is acting. You know, you put a camera and a script with some good actors, and great stuff's gonna happen. It's always fun. So right on, right on. And working with him, working working with him, though, was just as amazing to me as working with Brian Cranston, you know, just two people I've always idolized. Oh yeah. For uh, before sure. working with them. So, and you just, yeah, one of the best at what they do. So it was great. Now, do you have a, a pretty good memory? I like memorizing the script or, or is that come pretty naturally? I can't memorize anything. So. Yeah. It's funny. Everybody always says, I was like, the first thing is I can never memorize all those lines. It's like, that's, that's never even in my, in my, you know, the forefront of my mind, you know. Right. I guess I do. Yeah, I, I do. I memorize things fairly quickly. Um, I guess dialogue-wise, I mean, I'll forget everything else in life, but I remember my dialogue. <laughs> I could read it a couple of times. I just remember things there. Yeah. A funny story with Louie actually is a good example of that I always say because with Louie, it was like a five-page scene. And we didn't get the script until we went into the audition room, which isn't usually how things are. You get it beforehand. Right. So I went into the audition room, I had five pages of dialogue, and I looked it over for like five minutes, put it down, and spit everything verbatim. Wow. Back in the audition room, <laughs> word for word. And I remember Louie telling me when he met me that he was 
that that's I think that was one of the reasons he gave it to me because he was completely shocked that I knew every single word without holding uh, the paper in front of me. That's pretty so, yeah, I amazing. The, <laughs> <Wow>. yeah. <laughs> I think that was one of the uh, yeah. That's just I guess one of the things I know how to do. Yeah. Jeez. Um, so then uh, you got uh, Sydney Hall is coming out and you're in there with uh, with Al Fanning and that's uh, premiering at Sundance I think what later this week right? Do you get to go out for that? Well, here's the thing about that. Uh, that's my good buddy, Phil, uh, Sean Christensen. Okay. He's a writer, um, director, yeah, I think he directed as well, producer. Like, he's this really talented friend I have. And he always just likes to throw his friends in the movies as sure. Easter eggs. You know, just he, he, like, he, likes, he wants to, like, any movie you see, you'll see familiar faces, even if we're extras in the background or we have big parts of the movie done shorts together you know that's just that's the type of style he likes to do um so that's all that was i'm really not in the movie gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> i don't think i told i told him like it was like the day of at like 5 30 p.m he's like yeah we're filming at 7 30 can you come here with like a shirt and like a with like a you know a button up and a tie and just you know just say anything you want just ad lib anything in this moment and i was like i guess so you know uh i don't even know if it made the cutting room floor i hope it didn't i'm sure i embarrassed myself um, so I'm really not in that movie, but everyone should see that movie because uh, he's fantastically talented, and so is everyone else in it. Uh, he may want to rethink it now with with Sneaky Pete coming out. So uh, he may want to reshoot yeah. a couple scenes. <laughs> That's... Yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so Michael, um, you know, I, can we can we give out the Instagram handle, or is that kind of something? Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. So, I'm not, you know, I'm not too. Uh, not really up on my social media game, but I do have one. So yeah. if you want to go into it, yeah, yeah, don't expect too many pictures too often. But uh, you know, you'll see good. some. It's all good. It's uh, Michael underscore Dreyer on Instagram, and uh, you'll get you'll get some good ones here and there, man. There was a cool behind the scenes with you at a card table. Uh, yeah, I try. I try to do that. Yeah, whenever I'm on set, I try to do some behind the scenes videos. I feel like those are more fun than seeing me go to a restaurant taking a picture of eating food. You know, right, right. Like nobody, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little more entertaining. Um, that was so, the other thing I was going to ask. And Sneaky Pete, you did some. Uh, so there was some scenes of you, you know, dealing cards. And was that yeah? Was that actually you, or did they have like they have that um, cut away? Some some was me, and some was I, you know I'm not going to lie and take credit, but some of it was me, and some was um, the guy we had teaching me. Sure, uh, it's really good. Uh, you know, they set me up with a coach, Nick Padilla, in New York. And, um, they, uh, so I did like, you see one shot of doing a, a card fan on the table. I do some trick and they pan up and it's me. Yeah. It's actually me. <laughs> um, and I, I do, I do all of that. And then I figured I'm going to bring him on a day, get some inserts of his hands doing some stuff because, you know, it wouldn't hurt. So some of it's me, some of it's him. I don't know what's, what, what are my hands? What are <laughs> hands uh, but I, yeah, some. Um, I'd say half and half, for sure. I know how to do those things now. Yeah. Well, very cool, very cool, man. Well, um, uh, well, you could you could see Michael on uh on Sneaky Pete on Amazon. Uh, I'm sure you know. Like I said, this it's it's blowing up here. I know probably half a dozen people already that are that are binge watching it, and I'm sure it's just going to take off good. from there, man. So, what else can we look forward good. to from you, Michael? Um, hopefully season two of Sneaky Pete. Yeah, right. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, right now, right now, I'm just uh, you know, just just back on the grind. Yeah, you know, that's next, uh, looking forward to the next project. Well, yeah. I have a feeling. Time goes to the stand, and that's it. 
I have a feeling your quote's going up, sir. So congratulations on, uh, <laughs> on an awesome job on Sneaky Pete, and thank you so much for taking time to do our little show here. Of course. I'd love to, man. Thanks for having me. All right, fun. man. Yep. Well, take it easy, bud. All right. All right. You too. Take care. Well, there you go. Remember that name, Michael Dreyer. He's going to be a household name for years to come. And I promise you, if you don't have Amazon Prime, get it. Watch Sneaky Pete. You're going to fall in love with it. It's going to be one of those shows that you're talking about with your friends. And don't be that person at work that doesn't is like the only person that didn't watch the show. You don't want to be that guy or girl. Coming up next, we've got actress, director, producer Marlene Forte. She's going to be in that new show, APB, that's going to be on Fox it's a cop drama based here in Chicago, starring Justin Kirk from Weeds and Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters. So let's go to the phones. All right, we've got Marlene Forte on the phone. Mar- you might know Marlene from shows like the Dallas Reboot a few years back, or even more recently on Fear the Walking Dead. And she's going to be on the upcoming TV show on Fox called APB, which is uh, filmed, well, I don't know if the whole thing was filmed in Chicago or partially, but we have Marlene Forte on the phone. Marlene, thank you so much for doing the show. How are you? Thank you for having us, or me. <laughs> uh, me and all the people in my head. Yeah. Now, I don't, know, I don't know if you know this, but here in Chicago, we love TV shows that are based in Chicago, right? Like, Well, you guys have a lot right now. Let me tell you, I'm moving to Chicago. <laughs> so so you're, you're in this show coming up. It uh, debuts or it premieres on Fox uh, February 6th, which is a Monday. Monday. Coming yeah. up Monday, guys, right after the Monday, right after Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, uh, it's been it's it's been getting a, 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 a there's been a lot of talk about it. You know, you got Justin Kirk from from Weeds, obviously, and Ernie yep. Hudson, who's a Ghostbuster, which is oh, awesome. Poor he's g- funny, funny man. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh. So yeah. So so what can you tell us about about this show? Uh. Well, it is. Uh, I play Natalie Martinez's mama. Sure. Um. And and she's. Fun and fantastic, and I think it's going to be a super big star on this show. I think America is going to fall in love with her. Um, and it's a cop show that, like none that you've seen, because it kind of has integrated all the gadgets and media that we live upon now. Like, you know, it's an app. It's an APB app, right? So right. even that, that idea that it's an app, even that idea is what an app for a cop right but so even that in itself hold on, let me, um, sorry oh, that's right. um, so, um <clears throat> so even that in itself is is kind of innovative right and and it, it takes a really bad issue that we deal with right now which is you know cop brutality and all that type of stuff that's been happening across the country and it kind of deals with it in a very unique way. I mean, this guy buys this this show. It's it's exciting. It's I mean, the whole concept of it is exciting, and the show is exciting, right? So, he you know he doesn't buy it, but he takes over this police department and he basically arms it, yeah, in a really super high tech way, and uses all the stuff that we have in the in the world that we live in now that can be so terrifying, and kind of uses it in a way to 
to the advantage of the human. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and it's cool because in in some of the things I've seen, it, it looks kind of futuristic, but mm-hmm. it seems like uh, we're not. But it's too far but it's off. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's futuristic, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're here. <laughs> Absolutely. So so um so you, you uh, obviously Justin Kirk. He he's uh, I don't know if he we, we haven't seen the show yet. So do you have a lot of scenes with with Justin? Well, I I do get to work with him. I am a huge fan of Justin before I met him um, from Weeds, really. And yeah. just, I mean, and uh, Tyron, and I mean, his his work is just spotless, but he is doing such fantastic work in this because of his character. You know, um, he's special. You know, there's, uh, there's something, I don't want to give too much away, but right. he's fantastic. He's a super, yeah. super great guy. Um, and you know, I always say I've been doing this a long time. I've been guest starring on uh, TV for 20 years now. And, um, so it always starts from the number one on, on the cast list, the vibe and, uh, in it, that kind of trickles down and that's, he's doing a fabulous job manning that vibe and, um, he's super nice, super cool, super approachable. Um, yeah, I, I think he's this is going to put him even, I mean, I, I've always thought he was a big star, but I think this is going to make him a little bit more of a household name now. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Natalie. I mean, they're fantastic. Their chemistry is great. It, and the show's fun. You know, it's fast paced, it's action, it's innovative. You're going to see things that you've kind of never seen in an action, maybe futuristic, because it's what you say, but it's not the future. It's Chicago right now. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> you it, know? that's, that's, uh, I, I know we're excited to see. We love TV shows based in Chicago, and we love cop shows here. So, yeah. so that's going to yeah. be it's going to be it's going to be great. I, and and I was when I was shooting there, I was truly truly impressed with an enormous amount of awesome shows, starting with Empire and Chicago Fire and Chicago. Everything is there. I mean, there, yeah. you guys have your own little kind of Hollywood studio thing going on right there. It was uh, really really nice. That's I, I hopefully you had a good experience here. I loved, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd only been to Chicago once for the Latino film. They, you guys have an amazing international Latino film festival. And I was invited once many, many moons ago at the beginning of my career with a, a movie called Lena's Dreams that I pr- co-produced to jumpstart my career. And um, it was fantastic. I spent 12 week, tw- uh, two weeks. There was a really long one and they shuffled me around, but it was gold. That's all I remember was how cold. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's- <laughs> and then I, and this is the first time I worked there and the weather was amazing actually. And I walked, I'm a new, York, you know, I spent, a, I started my career in New York. So I, I got to walk and it felt like I said to my husband at one point, I said, you know, I know Chicago people will hate to hear this, but it's like if L.A. and New York had a baby, it would be Chicago. <laughs> uh, well, we'll take that. That's not bad. Those aren't bad parents. You, you know, so the one thing that I, I, I really find interesting about your career and the things that I've seen you in is uh, it seems like you have a tendency to play really strong, like like strong characters. And, and I mean that in yeah. a way where, you, you know, it's... Um, you know, for for females in acting, there's there's certain roles, and it's it's cool to see a woman that plays like a strong a like a strong character, whether it's in Fear the Walking Dead, where where you're you know pretty much the main antagonist in that season two. 
Um, yeah, you know, from, Celia was special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, is that is that by design? Do you look for roles like that, or are they kind of? Uh, I oh my god! I wish that I I could say it's by design. Unfortunately, there's not enough work out there to be like I'm only going to do. Um, yeah. I, what I try to do, honestly, more than it being by design, is. And I think I just do this in general is just to, just to find the strength of whatever role I'm I'm playing. And, and it's funny because the beginning of my career, I played a lot of weepy moms about, you know, somebody's dead or uh, I bury, you know, my husband's dead. My son is dead. You know, my, my uh, weepy moms, a lot right, of weepy moms. Right. And, but I, even in that weepiness, <laughs> I tried to find a strength, you know, um, I also, Come, you know, I come from a, a family of all women. Um, until my baby sister, who just had three boys, um, we were all women. My mother is very strong. My my grandmother had four sisters. It's just we are we come from a tribe of Cuban women, um, <laughs> and uh, and that that I think you you're born with, you know. So I think sure. that that I, is what I bring to my characters more than sometimes it actually being there. Although I will say. Um, having said that, that when I read um, the Celia role, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, that was. <laughs> that was written just like that. <laughs> um, it was amazing. And, um, and you know, I think also things, you know, I just want to point out that I'm, you know, I'm recurring on four different shows right now right uh, one of which the number one character is the number one cast member is a latina female latina and the other two are number two on the cast list are female latinas and that 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 in my 21 22 years now <laughs> um i don't know when that happened um is amazing Isn't and almost great? unheard of i don't remember that ever happening um so just to to hmm, experience that is kind of exciting. Oh, it's you know it's great. Um, I'm playing everybody's mother, but it's all, we- all right, and they're not weepy moms. Right, none of them are. Yeah, no, they're 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 great characters, and they seem like yeah. seem like a lot of fun to play too. And, and yes, and you've done you know in, in uh, you know in, in your career, and it, it seems like I'm sure it probably seems like it's been a long time, but 20 years isn't all that long, or 25 or 26. But I know <laughs> you you've done everything from like George Lopez and My Wife and Kids to you know to shows like Fear of the Walking Dead. Do you? You know, when you do like a, a sitcom type show where there's a lot of timing and, you know, hit, hitting your mark compared to like um, maybe a, a, a show like Dallas that that maybe isn't you don't have to hit a laugh or. Um, yeah. Is it is uh, is it more of a challenge to do a comedy? Show like comedy yeah. is much harder. Comedy yeah. is much, It's much harder to make somebody laugh than to make them cry. Right. It really is. <laughs> Um, um, and, and I have huge, huge, um, uh, respect and, uh, all, all, I'm an awe of, 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 of comedians. And, and, uh, so it is harder now, having said that my ideal job, my ideal job would be on an old fashioned, I love Lucy sitcom Monday through Friday, where I could come home at night and be at my husband's bed and it would just be, and have my weekends with my husband and not in Chicago or in sure. Vancouver, you know, um, that would be my ideal job. Like if somebody, this would, nobody asked me that when you're younger, they're like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? I'm like, well, in 10 years, I'd like to be on a sitcom. <laughs> So, 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 
you know, that's that's something that's like you never really think of because we just watch TV and we figure, you know, it's you, you don't look at that side of it where, yeah, you travel all over the place, right? You're in Chicago, yeah. you're in, you know, wherever. You're you know. in L.A., you're in New York, you're in Atlanta, you're in Vancouver, you're in, that's, yeah, you're in Dallas, you're in, yeah. <laughs> That's it's a, a lot of frequent flyer miles. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And then, uh, but are, are you at the point now where you don't have to audition for things? I mean, you have quite the film, the 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 reel, I'm sure. Yeah, I do. But I still audition, honey. Yeah. I wish that would change. Yeah. That's the one thing I would tell young actors. If you think it's ever going to change, <laughs> you better embrace it all. Every single audition you go on, because uh, that's the work right there. The Sometimes they pay you for it. Right. Um, but, you know, um, and sometimes you'll be asked to come back and they'll actually pay you to do the scene again. Oh, wow. But otherwise, the work is that. That's the work. The audition is the work. Yeah. And um, I, I, you know, I, I just did, I just worked with Tony on, on Superstore. Uh, We're playing husband and wife again. And, you know, he's at a point in his career, this is Tony Plana, who's, you know, 10 years older than me and who's had a career from, you know, expanding back to, you know, officer and a gentleman. Now he's at the career where he only takes TV offers, you know, but he still auditions for films. Um, You know, auditioning is, is, um, unless you're Brad Pitt and or Angelina Jolie or of the 2%, which is what everyone seems to think acting is. Um, audition is just part of our life, you know, it's just yeah. part of our job instead of a life. It's part of my job. Have, have you ever auditioned for a role that you didn't get and then you wound up seeing whoever did get it and maybe were you like, oh, I could see why they got it or maybe like I could have done it. Both. So, yeah. Both ways. Yeah. yeah. So when I see somebody go, oh, man, that's amazing. She's rocking it. Forget it. And then there's signs around I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that would that that would that would probably frustrate me more than anything with that part of it. It's just because you, you you run you run across things where you're like I would have done I would have made a different choice there or, or yeah. yeah that's, that's yeah, but that's just part again that's part of the job you know it's just like you're like okay was it mine right. was it mine if I don't get it I just know in the deep heart of my of my of my soul that wasn't mine. Just yeah. wasn't mine. Even though sometimes it's been like, oh, but I know I would have been so much better. <laughs> but but you're 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 also uh, you know like you said you're also a producer and a director, so you get to be on the other end of, of that, where maybe you can audition people. Um, is that since you've been through the audition process when you're producing or you're directing and you you know you're seeing you're you're trying to decide on a cast. Uh, is that that I'm sure that probably weighs pretty pretty heavily on you, right? Well, I tell every young actor um, that if the best acting class or the, one of the things that you will learn the most is to get on the other side and actually volunteer and cast, read for a casting director, or if you know if you're not directing or producing your own stuff, you can volunteer to casting directors and read because. You see from the other side that, first of all, two things are happening. We really do want to find the right person for the, you know, even though actors are like, oh, my God, you know, they just they're, they're torturing us. And it's not when you walk in the room. Trust me, they want you to bring it. Right. right. <laughs> you know, they want to be able to go, OK, that character's cast moving on. You know, they want that. Trust me. Um, and I think that we don't realize that as just actors. You know, it's like it's all so personal and it's just about us. And. Um, and as a director, when I do audition somebody, I, what I try to do is just make it as painless as possible, as comfortable as possible and, and do a scene and give as much as I can. And, 
because it's already hard enough. You know, you, you walk in there and, you know, this is the only career where if you are lucky, you will be rejected mm, three or four times a week. Wow. From a job interview. Just think about it. Wow. <laughs> in a lifetime, how many job interviews do you get rejected from yeah. in a lifetime? Yeah. We do it two or three times a week. If you are lucky enough to be auditioning. Wow. Yeah. When you <laughs> so put it like that, geez. you have to have a, 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 an enormous skin of just steel, you know, and just be really securing your work so that you know that when you go in there, you do your work, you do the best work that you can. And when you walk out, you go, that's it. That's what I can do on set. If you want that, awesome. If not, you don't want me. Right. And then you can, and then you just do your work. You know, I love my work. I love acting. I love bringing other characters to life. I get to play in my life. My life, when I do a play it in the word, it's called play. Right. I, you know, they pay me to play. It's a great job. Um, but I do it well and I don't, it, it's my work, even though it's play, this is what I do for a living. So I, I, I enjoy it and I give the best, you know, I don't, I tell people all the time, don't go on audition, just present your work, go do the job today. It's yours tomorrow. It's not yours maybe, but today for five minutes, when you walk in that room, it's your job. Go do it. Wow. That's actually, that's, that's actually pretty profound advice. Really? <laughs> well, well, I don't know if it's profound, but I mean that's what's gotten me through the last twenty-one years. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, you've you've been in so much. It was even I, I know a couple weeks back we 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 missed each other, but uh, we the we we recorded a show and uh and and, and I go after the show. I was watching. I was been kind of binge watching that show, Community, and I'm not kidding oh. you. I turned on the show, and the episode I watched, I look up. I'm like, "That's Marlene! Oh my god, what are the odds?" <laughs> so it's just one of those things where I guess if you you, you, yeah. you keep auditioning and and things things go your way, some don't, but yeah. you know, in the end, you can you can do a little of all that. That's pretty. Uh, that's I mean, from Community to. And I was watching Fear the Walking Dead. I'm like, holy cow! This is a, that, that's range right there. So that's a little different there. <laughs> so, so Marlene, I don't want to keep you. I want to thank you so much for doing the show, and I want to make sure that we plug. Uh, you can see, you can get, um, you can you can follow her on Twitter, Marlene at Marlene Forte yeah. on Twitter, and uh, the website's MarleneForte.com. We'll make sure we share that. And, yes, um, and please watch the show and, and tell us what you think. And, you know, ask him to bring Murphy's mom back. They, um, <laughs> we, you're going to really enjoy it. I think it's going to be it's, – it's a little bit of everything you love about all the police dramas that are out there and with a really big modern day twist, sure. you know, just using what we live in, this medium world that we live in, and this technology world that we live in, and, and bringing it to our day-to-day -day life that you're like – this feels future, like you said it, but it doesn't. It feels like it's happening right now. It could. It, you'll see everything that happens there. We can have right now, today. That's that's kind of awesome. weird. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> the show's called APB. It's going to be on Fox uh, starting February 6th on Mondays. Uh, check it out. Support the show and uh, throw throw Marlene a tweet and uh, let her Please know that do. you watched. So, Marlene, thank you so much. Best of luck to you, and keep us in mind down so the much. road. I will, darling. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, there you go, Marlene Forte. So make sure you check her out and check out that new show, APB. It's going to be on the day after the Super Bowl. It's going to be a good show. I've seen the previews. Uh, we'll post it on Facebook, too. So, uh, 
So yeah, episode 40 is in the can. Thank you so much for listening. Again, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Bill and Dave Show. Twitter and Instagram, at Bill and Dave Show. Tweet us, follow us, share us, like us, subscribe. Give us a rating on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, all that fun stuff. Or stream us, uh, stream us online. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.